one, year number four. It's a Yank on the Footy with Craig Wessels. Let's all sit back and enjoy a chat about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 295 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels, coming from Sandusky, Ohio, and uh, I am thrilled that you're listening. It's a couple days before Thanksgiving here in the United States and uh, looking forward to getting on the road and uh, visiting some family here in the coming days. And uh, even not too long down the road, have my youngest child getting ready to graduate from college. And I'm really excited about that. But uh, folks, in this episode, I'm going to be sitting down with a gentleman that reached out to me on my YouTube channel. Uh, and if you've not subscribed over there, I hope you'll do that. I hope you'll also subscribe over my website, yankonthefooty.com. So when new episodes come out, they'll be in your inbox as soon as they're available. Um, and I'm usually doing at least one episode a week. I've kind of slacked off here a little bit towards the end of October, beginning of November. Uh, it's been a busy time at, at school. Uh, and uh, I'm just uh, starting to get myself back into the swing of things here. Um but uh, this gentleman who reached out to me, Anthony Pereira, um, had a terrific idea that I want to share with you. And you can see it in the title. Um, and while I have seen just snippets of what this is all about, I know that this is something that 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 the different states throughout Australia are passionate about because it, it's your game. It's your opportunity to to put the best foot forward for your state. And he had some really compelling arguments as to why the state of origin might need to come back. Now, I do hope you'll check out my website, yankofthefooty.com, as I mentioned. If you enjoy the podcast, I hope you'll head over there and leave a review. Uh, you can also leave comments over at my uh, YouTube channel as well. Just look for Yank on the Footy. Um, if you want to reach out to me on Twitter, at Yank underscore on. I'm on Facebook, Yank on the Footy podcast, LinkedIn, Instagram as well. Uh, you can find me in all of those places. Um, if you do leave a review, Please let me know that you've done that, okay? Uh, yes, I will see it, but I want to thank you for doing that. And I have a uh, handful of my podcast stickers just like this one. I just sent one of these out a few days ago to somebody. It was long overdue, and uh, I did drop that in the post, and it should be on its way. Well, hopefully it's out of the United States by now. Um, but if you leave a great review for me over on my website that I can share with people, give me a little bit of street cred, if you will. I want to get one of those stickers in the post to you, so you'd have to let me know who you are, where you are, so I can get it in the post for you, okay? Now, folks, also, if you happen to have a most memorable game, uh, I would love to share that story with uh, my listeners as well, because they're, they're they're just fun to talk about, because, you know, I'm, I'm still, of course, learning this game, and I, I'm learning it from you, and any opportunity that I get to hear about something that is never going to leave your mind is is wonderful for me and i love being able to 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 share those stories with uh with other folks because they may ha have great memories of that game as well maybe their team lost that game but they can maybe appreciate your take on why that particular game is important to you so if you've got a great idea for an episode if you've got a most memorable game you want to talk about reach out to me over my website yankonthefooty.com and drop me a note over there you can get registered as a guest you can shoot me an email again at yankonthefooty@gmail.com. i'd love to talk to you 
I am going to be still working to finish up the postmortems for the different clubs that did uh, not play finals in 2023. Of course, this uh, interview that I did with Anthony was a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I'm recording this in between night one and night two of the 2023 draft. So I'll, I'll certainly come back and look at the draft a little bit after this is complete. But again, I will not pretend to know a great deal about uh, these young athletes uh, that have been uh, that have been picked up. Now, I, I will uh, say that I thought that the the little uh, snippet of video, I believe the young man's name is O'Sullivan, uh, who was uh, drafted by the Cats last night and hearing one of his teammates, I believe from the Bush Rangers, it was picked right after him by GWS, who was there to support him, didn't think he was going to be getting drafted. So he was there in a white polo shirt or button down shirt, that sort of thing. He's talking to, to Joel Selwood and he heard his name announced and he turns heel and runs and gives his shirt to him. So he had his club shirt to wear going up on stage. Really, really cool story. Now, that being said, I know he's a former teammate, but he's not allowed to ever get an uncontested mark from you in his entire career. Okay. Yeah. Your teammates and juniors, it's professional now. So no uncontested marks. Let's go ahead and jump into my chat with uh, Anthony Pereira. We'll talk about the state of origin. And I'd love to get your take on that as well. So, you know, go ahead and reach out to me. Let me know what you think in the comments here. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am absolutely thrilled to be welcoming welcoming my guest, Anthony Pereira, to the podcast. Anthony, thanks for getting up this morning, sir. And uh, welcome. Good day. How are you? I am fantastic. I'm, I'm wonderful. This has been a, a great week at school. Uh, I'm, I am ready for a bit of a nap, however, but uh, I hope you had a wonderful weekend enjoy, or enjoying your Saturday. Um, you know, you got some upside down temperatures there where you end up going out where it's 21 and you're going to have a high of 19 that day. So I think that the weather people need to, yeah. uh, to go ahead and uh, maybe make some adjustments there. But you reached out to me a couple of months back and you had a, a rather unique idea. Um, and, you know, I I had heard of the state of origin games that you had talked about. I did not, and I still don't know a whole heck of a lot about them. And I know they did one fairly recently um, that did not end up being very well received. Um, but, and then they tried something else recently that, that w went over even more poorly. And that was AFL X. Oh God. Uh, where, where, <laughs> Where that they, was terrible. Yes. I mean, you know, it, and, 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 uh, you know, I, I just have to ask you before we discuss this, you're not, you're not going to be proposing, you know, cause you, you have a great proposal here that, that, uh, that you're going to share, um, about how to reconstitute the state of yeah. origin games. But, you know, I don't want to end this early, but you're not going to suggest anything along the lines of having like a 10 point super goal or anything like that, are you? No. Okay. No, no. That's it's just good. going to be honest. Okay. Normal football. <laughs> so we can go ahead. And, we can go ahead and continue since we're going to do that. Then we're not going to have. Yeah. We're not going to have no. uh, have guys dressed up like they're uh, either you know Marvel superheroes, superheroes. Or from, the, <laughs> from, the, from the DC. You know, I don't. I don't yeah. know which. I don't know which universe is which, and I marvel in not knowing. Yeah, I'll let that sink in for a minute. For those of you who like comic book movies, I'm not a big <laughs> fan. Um, so, tell me about your your memories of the state of origin. How you know what what kind of got this percolating in your mind? What what do you remember about the state of origin as you were growing up, and how, what got you excited about 
wanting to talk about well, the state of origin is very exciting when you've got the best uh, best players from your state playing against another state with the best players. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, I mean, you used to go along and watch them. You used to come home on a Tuesday. You used to play them on a Tuesday and um, come home from school and you put on the tally and stuff. And you used to see the best players that came out from your state. And over the years, Victoria actually just took all the best players from around the country. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So if you're a South Australian and you're following a club and you see some nice young teenager coming through, oh, he's going to be a great player. Before you knew it, he was playing in the VFL back here. Mm-hmm. So when those players went back to play for their state, they really played football and you knew it was fair income. Okay. Yeah. And it's and, and this went on, I think it's I, from the video that you shared, I think that this actually began like in the 1870s. Uh, yes, yeah, like so it's a very long one. time ago. Yeah, the first one, and uh, and I, I I thought that video was interesting because they they talked about New Zealand having been involved with it for a while, and I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that I didn't realize that footy had uh, you know bad pun not intended had gained a foothold in New Zealand, um, and and what I'm wondering what caused that to kind of you know fall apart was it simply just the distance? But uh, do you know anything about uh, the the New Zealand impact on the game? No, because it was such a long time ago. I think yeah. what happened is New Zealand actually started playing football quite well and quite often and quite a lot. But what happened, I think the rugby side of things took over. That makes sense. Do you know what I mean? When people mm-hmm. were saying, no, no, this is going to be our game rugby, and they looked down upon people who were playing AFL at that time. But we're talking at the turn of the century, so right, right. it's a long time ago. Yeah, I, yeah most definitely. And I, I'm... I'm born in the 1960s and I feel old. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, I certainly yeah. get that. But, you know, so did you, ever just, get, did, did you ever get to go to one of these games when you were, when you were? Yeah, I went, to, okay. I went to a couple. I went to one in 89 and the 89 game was a special game. I think it was around about 90,000 at the MCG and it was a very muddy ground. I think you should actually go back and look at highlights. And one of the players there, Tony Hall, got tackled by his teammate. Tony Hall was representing South Australia. And he got tackled by his teammate, Andy Collins, and he did his knee. And I think from then, when that happened, they decided, uh, state of origin, clubs decided and coaches decided we're not going to risk our players playing this game. Okay. Okay, I'm just looking yeah. at Tony, Tony Hall's picture here. Um, looks like he... Dermot Brayden on SEN on Monday said that Tony Hall was leading Hawthorne's best and fairest by a mile in 1989 before he got his injury. Mm-hmm. And you remember how important 1989 was, don't you? That was the Cats and Hawks uh, grand final. Grand final. I'm not mistaken, yes, which I believe... Yeah. I believe there are still a couple of arrest warrants out for a couple of those players from that game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, <laughs> yes. I, I, I have watched that one. And uh, I, I think that if I was to, you know, I, I've, I try to get people interested in the game here. My wife has never watched a second of footy. Um, my, you know, my kids don't live, you know, my kids live, hundreds of miles away um you know and i would i used to be a huge baseball fan and i gave up on baseball a, a little over three years ago and uh-huh. and I, I just i'm frustrated with the the way that the, the sport is being played here in the united states so i don't miss it because it's on at the same time as as footy 
I'm so I'm so thankful for footy, but yeah, it's uh oh, good. Yeah, I'm I. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the uh, at you know Tony Hall's um, stats here. You know where he had, you, know, he, you know he played you know for basically five years with Hawthorne, and then you know, got to go back to uh, um, play with the Crows, South, South Australia, and play in '94, '95 for thirty games as well. But you know he's got what two ninety? He's a th- almost a three hundred and thirty game player overall in his career. I mean that's a, yeah, that's good. That's that yeah, is good. 103, 103 with well, 103 with Glen Elg, 97 with Hawthorne, and 17 with with uh, the Crows in the AFL. So, you know, that's uh, 200 and, 217 games altogether. I was counting. I was that's, counting goals, not I was counting goals, not games. There, so 217 uh, games altogether. Yeah. Yeah, and he did his knee badly. They said that was a bad one. So. So after that, when they when they try to get players to play, players wanted to play, but the clubs were resting them and said, no, they've got an injury, they can't play. Yeah. So you were getting down and down the standard of players that wanted to play. And I think that lost interest in the end because clubs didn't want to get their players injured. But then okay. again, you see a game when you've got Tony Hall, I mean, Tony Lockett and Jason Dunstall both playing full forwards and you got Gary Abbott running around in the Victorian jumper. That was mm-hmm. just incredible. And you had yeah. Gary Lyon and Dermot Brereton. You know, I mean, that's your forward line. That's incredible. Yeah. Against that- playing against, against other states. It's the funny thing is with the other states, you used to see players coming up and you'll go, oh, I remember seeing Stephen Kernahan play before he actually played for Carlton playing for his state as a young teenager. <laughs> And you're going, he's up against the top Victorian players and mm-hmm. he's playing well. He's getting the ball. This guy's going to be good. And it was the same with John Platten in South Australia as well. He was around the same time. And you saw him representing the state and this kid's going in, he's grabbing the ball and just running off with it. And you think that you're playing against the top um, 20 players from our state and you're running away with the ball. It's just incredible. And it was the same with Western Australia. I remember seeing Gary Bacchanara before he played for Hawthorne. Right, right. And, you know, look. It was just incredible. I'm looking at, I I remember seeing pictures of of John Platten and he, you know, the hair is something you're you're never going to forget. But he, he, he looks, he looks a little bit like Eric Idle from Monty Python. Yeah, he does. He, look does. A, he looks a little like Eric Idle, you know, especially now, you know, in his in his older years, because he's 60. Oh, he's my age. He's 60 years old now. But uh, he looks yeah. a little bit like Eric Idle. Um, and, you know, and, he, you know, he's he's having, you know, it, as it mentions here, he's got he's had some issues due to concussion that, uh, you know, and you know, and I had uh, I had Sean Smith on the podcast. Yeah, um, no, that was a good podcast. You did oh, very well with that. That was a, a while fantastic back. podcast. Well, you know, that he stunned me when you know yeah. when, he, when we're when we're speaking and he and he told me that he you know because i had no idea he was going to say it you know that that you know when we were speaking you know, he said that just a few weeks prior to that he was sitting in the richmond train station and contemplating jumping in front of a train and and i had and, and i was like i i i'm just trying to learn <laughs> about the game i i was i was like how in the you know, and I, and I think I did okay following that up, but I just I yeah, was not did. expecting that at all, and it was just yeah. it was just like I mean that was just laid bare, and I and I and you know he's just you know I and I I've created a, a couple of messages with him, and, and you know it's uh you know since then, and he just you know he's he's just a you know 
a genuinely nice gentleman, but has just, you know, been battling some some serious issues as a result of, of his playing career. And, you know, ultimately, I, I think, and this gets back to, as you mentioned, you know, injury issues. And yes, knee injuries and such can be can be rehabbed, you know, ankles, shoulders can be rebuilt, that sort of thing. But the head injuries are are something that the game is going to have to figure out how do we I should say they. We is a rather presumptive thing for me to say it since yeah. I've never actually seen a game in person. I hope that I can say we next year. Um but you know how does how does the game keep itself relevant I know. with with what's going on and and I and I'm sure that discussion happens even more than than I notice in the you know in the the amount of of footy media that I try to consume here from 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 this vantage point but I I and I know that has to be being discussed and and uh and I and I guess you know before we get into your your setup for the game I mean does that worry you about the the game yes you know, 10 yeah, yeah. 20 30 years from now you don't want to see players having that type of injury that they have to suffer with it long term right the mental side of things I think the AFL is just going to knuckle down I don't know if it's going to work or not but they'll just have to say look you just have to wear helmets right across the board yeah even even you know if I mean? it's like the yeah. Like the brain one, if nothing else. Yeah, just just something. It gives them something. Yeah, yeah. I I think you're I think you're probably right, and it's because uh, that Gary Rowan one and um, Cameron Cameron. Yeah, that was yeah, that was head on head. Yeah. You know what I mean, just to protect just protect from head on head contact. Yes. Yeah. It is. It's. Uh, and you know, I, you know, I will. In fact, I had uh, I had a. a a video clip of some some footage of games on my television during one of my at the end of one of my classes yesterday because we had we had a significant amount of of free time at the end of the period because their their schedule was completely different than the other class peri- class periods of the same course that I'm teaching so we had a little bit of time there and a lot of the the the, the kids that are in that class play gridiron football and they're yeah, watching yeah. the they're watching this and they're 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 looking at me and they're saying they're not allowed to jump on people like they're not allowed to jump on people like that, are they? I said, man, that is celebrated, that is encouraged, that is that is something right there. That if, if they actually award the best one of those each year, okay? yeah, and they're and trying to do that. Yes, exactly. They're trying exactly. to do it. Yeah, you know, and it's you know, it's uh, it is interesting to just watch their reactions when they when they, and they and they look at it and they go, they're not wearing any equipment, are they? No, yeah, they got equipment on. They've got some. They've got some strapping tape holding their shoulders in place and that sort of thing. But yeah, they got a mouth that, guard. That's, that's about <laughs> it. They got a mouth guard. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And I and I'm gonna guess that they're probably wearing a cup, I would imagine. But other than that, uh, you know, they're yeah. No, they don't have any other equipment on. They're just, they're just, yeah. they're 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 much more. They're much more of a, a group of tough guys than than the guys that play gridiron football with all of our padding that we have here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, you especially know how tough they are after that '89 Grand Final. Oh, absolutely! Like oh, that's um, incredible what they went through. Yeah, um, you know, you know, Dipper, uh, the Piero Domenico, talking about he he played the game with a, a collapsed lung. Yeah, punctured lung. Yeah, yeah, he played the game with a punctured lung. I mean, I just I cannot imagine the pain that he was going under at that point in time and 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 you, you think about it even at that point in time the salaries for these athletes were you know were not commensurate yeah, no. to, the, to the 
to the danger of the game that they're playing. And, and, and you could certainly yeah. make the argument that, that they're still not commensurate to the, to the damage that be, you know, occurred yeah. to them. You know, I, it's, well, uh, Divi yeah. and, Divi and Medica had to be picked up off the ground when yeah. the siren went, like he was really flat and out. Yeah. And Dermot Brereton was actually passing blood at half time from a kidney. Uh-huh. Yeah, because if, if I yeah. remember correctly, the opening bounce, somebody came and cleaned his clock. It's like yeah. the ball the ball went down and somebody from the Cats came across and just absolutely leveled him. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, um, that, that documentary link that I sent you, um, that's incredible because that was done in 2014 and the players mm-hmm. are, are looking back on it. And actually, Alan Jeans was interviewed, but he was already passed when that, when that show was done. Yeah, that documentary. It's an incredible documentary because you've got players from both sides explaining their situation, and right. Malcolm Blake does a good job. Right, coach. it is. You know, it is just. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm so thankful that I you know that I I found the game. You know, and again, if you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening for the first time, I go back uh, in many earlier episodes of the podcast and kind of trace how I got to where I am becoming a fan of this game. And and if you're you know an NFL fan and you're, you've discovered this. I've got plenty of episodes that go into why if you are an NFL fan, you would love this sport if you give it a chance. And that's all you got to do is give it a chance and you'll absolutely love it. Um, and I and I hope you'll check those out. But getting back to the, the state of origin here, you know, you, you know, there, you, you had it set up initially where you and it seemed like it was kind of piecemeal where it was happening, where yeah. South South Australia would play against would play against yeah. Victoria. And then maybe yeah. Victoria would play against, you know, a few years later, Victoria would play against, yeah. you know, WA. And then Queensland yeah. Queensland and New South Wales played against one another. Yeah. And then somebody whispered in the area and said, you're rugby states, knock it off already. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know. It, it's, it's funny growing up in Victoria and we have the same culture growing up as a child, going to school as the kids from South Australia, mm-hmm. Western Australia, Tasmania. But I don't know what the culture was with kids from New South Wales and Queensland because as a boy growing up, we just had footballs all the time. And every recess and lunchtime, we'd be out there kicking the fall from pack to pack. We used to call it kick to kick. Now they call it Marcus. But they're still doing exactly the same. Every recess or lunchtime, you're out there with the football. And maybe in the summer, you're out there with the cricket bat. But, okay. but most of the time, and the kids are all gathered together to play kick to kick and try to jump all over each other to get the ball. Yeah, and, I, and I've... I've heard many people say that that there are, you know, large numbers of young kids who have started to, and back to the, the, the head injury issue, that have started to move away from footy and go towards soccer and go towards basketball um, yeah. due to, you know, the concern of, of injury. But, you know, if... From what I remember reading, and I'll see if I can find the, the data, the uh, you were you know just as an example here, you were more likely to be concussed playing soccer than you were to be playing to be concussed playing gridiron football here in the U.S. You were more likely to get a concussion playing soccer than you were playing gridiron football. So you know, I don't know those numbers comparing between you know footy and soccer, but I would imagine they've got to be somewhat similar. Yeah. Well, hasn't it soccer stopped? I think in Australia you can't head the ball. I don't know if that, as a junior, oh, you're not okay. allowed to head the ball. I didn't so know that. I don't okay. know if that's the same in America. But well, I think no, that I, I, from junior. 
Well, I I don't know about the young kids, but I know the kids that are at the high school age level, which would be 14, 15, up through like 18, the games that I announce. You know, I I see kids, you know, taking headers, all that, you know, attempting to, you know, move the ball with their head all the time. That happens quite frequently. Um, So I'm guessing that that's not uh, something that's been banned as of this point in time, at least here. you know, before we talk about your new proposal, um, do you think that that one of the things that that kind of led to the down, you know, you talked about the injuries and in, in clubs and, and athletes themselves being, you know, some of them maybe being a little concerned about being injured and losing their their livelihood. Star because, player. Yeah. They're, they're losing their star player. Could you imagine how um, Sydney would feel if Buddy went down? He's playing representing Western Australia. And he's out, right? And maybe right. you might lose two players, right? And if you, you know, and if that player, you know, was injured to the point where it impacted their career, then it's also yeah. impact. It's also impacting their livelihood. That's exactly right. That's what yeah. happened with Tony Hall. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. You know, so I, I, um, do you think that the the game and I don't know what year this one took place, but in the little video clip that you shared with me, they they, they showed that that it was kind of like that was like the Victoria versus Dream Team game. And yes, from what it sounded like, it sounded like the other states took a great offense to the way that one was set up. Like you know, we yeah. don't need you know we don't need these other states to be joining what with us. We can play Victoria on our own. It's what it it's kind of what they alluded yeah. to, what they made it sound like. So did that did that anger the these other states to where they just kind of started to think to themselves, this whole idea of state of origin just maybe needs to go away because they're not, they're, it, you know, this wasn't a state of origin and they didn't call it that as, as the video said, but um, do you think that was one of the nails in the coffin per se? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I haven't really, what it was, was that we were seeing all before when, when I was a kid growing up, I mean, you used to go state of origin, you're actually seeing the state's best players. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing a lot of players that you don't normally see because they're playing in their own league. So you had three separate leagues, say, between right, right. Victoria, South Australia and Western Australia, and you had mm-hmm. your Tasmania League as well. So you didn't see a lot of those players, and that's where you make you go, oh, that guy's a good player. Look what he's done to our backman. Like, you know, you think your centre-half back's the best player in the country, and you've got right. this guy running around, this teenager running around getting the ball off him. So I think that um, that that started that off like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I and the last one was in 1999, if I remember what I heard correctly there. And it did not draw very well. It only had about no. 26,000 people at that game. But uh, yeah. So. Because the main thing oh, is. Go ahead. Go ahead. We, we had Ted Whitten and Ted Whitten used to always push for the step for the state of origin. And the same with Ron Barassi. He used to really, really push for good players to play for state. It, it was a big honour to play for Victoria, a very big honour, and for your club too. And um, they used to push, because I remember one time we had a carnival in October and uh, Ron Barassi was getting the players all together, you know, the best Victorian players. And he and he asked Lee Matthews, like Lee Matthews said, no, I'm not playing because the, the season's finished. I'm going on a holiday. That's it. And and Ron Barassi actually wanted Lee Matthews suspended in the future games, you know, coming up next the following year. You mean, you at mean the during, start of the season? Wow. Because he wouldn't play for Victoria. Wow. That's so, how much passion there is for it. So these games, you know, uh, you know, uh, 
I know the NBA is huge in Australia. Yeah. Um, I know the NFL is growing in Australia yeah. uh, in terms of popularity, but the, the, if you want to call them the, the all-star games, if we will, the NBA has an all-star game. The, the NFL yeah. has, has the pro bowl, but both yeah. of the, both of those games are, I think you can make the argument that both of those games are a bit of a joke because the, the, the teams, you know, there's not that pride that you're talking about that I think it's not a state by state kind of thing. Um, you know, it used to be like the Western conference and Eastern conference and, and, and such, but the teams, they don't play, they don't play defense against one another. They just say, Hey, let's go see if this guy can have the biggest dunk and that sort of thing. I'm going to guess that the state of origin games, as you mentioned, you know, you had, you had a teammate who was wiping out the knee of, of one of his other, of one of his teammates there. So it seems like, it seems like they were taking, because it was a state thing that they were actually taking significantly more pride in, in, uh, in competing at a high level in that game than we see in the, NBA All-Star game or the yeah. NFL Pro Bowl, which to me, yeah. I, I don't even, you know, I'm a I'm an NFL fan, you know, but I, I can't tell you the last time I watched a Pro Bowl. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched an NBA All-Star game. You know, it's just it's it's not it's not real basketball and it's not real football because you know the the, the tackling is not, you know, they're not really tackling and they're not really playing defense in basketball. But no. but in in this, it is it is you trying to show the rest of Australia. Our state, yes. our state has yes. the best talent. So, yeah. so it's pride. It comes down yeah. to pride. They yeah. want if, to pride. If if it involve if it involves me knocking you ass over apple cart, then I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's something that you know that we've kind of lost here with with these these types of games here in in uh, in the sports here. Now, baseball is a little bit more like the uh, the uh, the state of origin game. You know, they 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 do play a more competitive type of game, I think, than, than the uh, NBA and the NFL do. I don't, I couldn't tell you about hockey. I don't watch hockey at all. So I couldn't, <clears throat> I couldn't tell you how that works, but uh, um, so tell us about your, your plan. So run it, run us through this proposal here. Well, my plan is that when we have the grand final, the week before the grand final, we actually have a buy. We have a rest. Okay. So both the two competing teams in the grand final are able to get their players right, have that extra week off, and they're both tip-top, ready to go in the grand final. You know what I mean? Have their their teams at the best. Well, that week before the grand final, I think they should actually play these games because you've got players that are around who still want to play football. Maybe they lost the week previously. Maybe they lost the primary final that are still fit and want to play. And they've got no other games after that. You know what I mean? They're not playing the following week right. where they can have time off and rest and go on their holiday. So, um, so, so really, each state will play, really, each really state will play one game. Sorry. Okay. Really quickly. The players that are in the two teams that are playing in the grand final would not be participating in this game. I'm assuming. No, you can't. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm, that, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess that those clubs would say not just no, but heck no. <laughs> yeah, big, yeah, big okay. heck no, okay. no way. Okay. So we okay. are missing out on, on 42 players or 50 players that right. can't be represented. You know, which I'm pretty sure they're not going to be too devastated. Those players are missing out in the game. True. True. Yeah. 
so go ahead and continue. Sorry, I I just I wanted to make sure that I that I knew where you were going with that. So does that sound about right? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. So that's when they should play it because everybody's all fired up with the football. The finals are coming on, and um, each state will play one game per year against each other. Okay. Right. Like a round robin, so you'll have two divisions. You'll have the first division, which be the the football states. The main football states would be Tasmania, Victoria, South Australia, Western Australia. And the other one, the other division, would be Queensland, New South Wales, ACT and Northern Territory. So each of those will play a game against each other. So you've got two divisions. Okay. Um, No, go ahead. And each year you'll play each state once until you've got work out who's played the who's won the most games. The two top teams from two groups will play into a grand final on the fourth year. Okay. So we'll go around till the fourth year. In the fourth year, there'll be a grand final between those players. Maybe they could call it the Rumbarassi Cup. There you go. I I I, I like that. I, I like that a lot. I mean, yeah, I, state I, of origin, Rombaresi Cup. I I think any anything that can be done to promote the greats of the game in in, yeah. in some fashion like that, um, I think it is awesome. And now I know there was discussion about naming the premiership medal after him. Yeah, yeah. Which I which would be you know I uh, I think that would be that would be you know either one of those things would be awesome. So. So you might actually have a, you know, the, the team that, that you're playing in year one, you know, each of the teams is playing every year, but you're playing a different team every yeah. year. So, you're gonna, you're, yeah. so, but, you know, the, the club that, that Victoria has in year one may have a different list in year two and year oh, that's three. That's exactly right. Four. Yeah. So that's exactly right. Yeah. Now, yeah, I mean, you, you're picking the best players to play for your state at that time too. Uh-huh. So you're not going back on previous players or players you think. And also with that concept, um, it's it fits in with the Olympics every four years, World Cups every four years. So that, that cup will only be handed out every four years. Right, right. And I think the bottom, the bottom team from each division, like the bottom team from the first division or A division, will drop down and the person who won the premiership or the cup or the title from second division or B division will go up up the top. So they can work themselves up into the main AFL states. Okay. Sound good? Yeah, it sounds it sounds like a great idea. I mean, I like I love the yeah, because it it then it's something that would continue conversation or continue bragging rights. That's exactly for, right. For an entire year. Yes. Okay. Or four so, years, really. Well, right, but but from you know from from year yeah. on year, you know, you know, South Australia beats West Australia. You get to brag about that the whole time. Then yeah. you know, Victoria beats you know South Australia, and WA beats Tasmania, and Tasmania yeah. beats you know, whoever you know. So that you know, this this is a this is a really interesting idea, and I and I I like this an awful lot. Um, I think it's I think it's awesome in terms of just having additional additional footy which i think is great and i think it's uh you know it becomes a, pr- a pride thing there um now one thing i want to add 
one, let me ask you this question real quick. One, one thing I want to ask you though, is do, do you worry about it? You know, because right about the time that the AFL is wrapping up, the, the AFLW is getting off the ground. Um, yes. Because that, that week before the grand final, if I'm not mistaken, was that, no, that yes. was not week one. It that was, was the not, week. That was not week was one the, of the AFL, was it? Of the AFLW? No, they had a bye, didn't they? They had a bye between the finals and the last game of the season, and that's okay. when the girls kicked in. Okay, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So I guess at that point, you know, do you – do you worry about, uh, and I guess you maybe you can't yeah. worry about it because you know you you you've got other. It would only be four games as opposed to you know, you know nine games of a regular round. I guess so. Maybe it's not that big yeah. of a deal, but you know you you'd have that competition between the AFLW regular season matches, and and the state of origin. Um, but uh, the other question I have is, is there an is there a large enough talent pool? Oh, in, yes. in, in, well, in the capital territory to field a quality team to compete against, you know, uh, to compete against Queensland, to compete against New South Wales. And I, I have to be honest with you, not knowing who would be on those lists right now. I think if I was a gambling man, I think I would put my money on the Northern Territories Club. OK, yes. without, without looking at the lists for any of them, I think I would put the, I would put my money yes. on the Northern Territories Club out of those four. Um but you know, is there enough talent in the in the capital territory to to field a club that would be competitive? Yeah, well, they'll find their own. Maybe the local players will get get a chance to play against okay. the AFL players. Okay, do you know what I mean? It gives yeah. you an opportunity. Well, you, I mean, it might yeah. be like, or maybe maybe they might bring it in that that if you're not picked for New South Wales, you can go off and play for ACT, or you're not playing for Victoria. Maybe you can offer yourself up services up to play for ACT. Okay. I, mean, I guess maybe they'd have to, you know, maybe you just have to prove that you voted in the most recent election. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> do um, yeah, but uh, I, I like this idea. And I, and, and, you know, the, I think see that what it was when, when you were a kid growing up and as, as a teenager, and the last game I went to was in uh, 1998. It's the passion that the South Australians and the Western Australians have for their football is incredible and it oozes out during the state of origin. It really comes out. It's like their big grand, grand final when they play against Victoria. I can remember in, um, was it 87? 87, Victoria was playing against South Australia over in, in Adelaide. Uh-huh. And they had the players ran out to these batters just everywhere. Kick a Vic. It was incredible, <laughs> and that's where it came into. So when we played in, we played South Australia, I think the following year or two years on, and they, we had all these plastic bibs that came out like tops that uh-huh. were handed out to you as you went to ground. That they had a big V on it, so we had all those. And there was about eighty thousand people there that day. Wow, eighty wow. to ninety thousand, yeah. Wow, that's. I mean, this is. This, I I think that this is a great idea, and and you know who knows, maybe. Okay, this is rather presumptuous of me. But yeah. Maybe, maybe the uh, the leagues from around the world that play the game, you know, like the USAFL and the you know AFL Asia, and that type of thing. Maybe they put together a club of their best and brightest, and and you know go ahead and and compete in this tournament as well. I don't you know that maybe that maybe yeah maybe they yeah. can you know. Because you know the the USAFL is having their 
national tournament this weekend in Florida. And this is it's yeah. the biggest it's the biggest it's the biggest footy tournament in the world outside of Australia. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's because you know, there's you know close to 50 teams that play in yeah. the USAFL that are gonna most of them are gonna be there. There have been a there have been a few, there's been one in particular that I know of that has made the decision that they're not, they're not, that the team is not going to go. If the players want to go, they get, that's fine. But they're, they're, they, they made a decision based upon some, some things that have gone on politically that they did not feel comfortable sending their team to the state of Florida uh, for one oh, reason. Or, Florida? Yeah. Yeah. Is it because it's in Florida? So you broke up is there. Say that again. Of, uh, yeah. Is it because it's in Florida? Yes. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. It was the it was the uh, the team from Portland, Oregon. Uh, that, okay. That's, that's not that's not going there. So that's they, a they, long way from Florida. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's about a <laughs> that, that'd be about a a five and a half or six hour flight to get there. Yeah, about five and a half hours yeah. to get there. I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. So. Um, See, these teams that are playing AFL, they have to raise that type of money to play. There's no right. governing body is there that, that hands out money to them. Right. No, yeah, that's all. The, yeah, the players are all raising all... it. Their, yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. Exactly. Talk about love of the game then to play. Yeah, exactly. It's absolutely right. It's, uh, you know, because they're they're not getting paid. They're paying to play the game. They're they're paying to, yeah. get, the, they're paying to get the crap kicked out of them by somebody else is what they're doing. It's uh. It's it's kind of like that's have incredible. Ever, have, have you ever seen the movie Dirty Harry? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like when Scorpio when Scorpio the the bad guy paid that yeah. guy to beat him beat him up and say that Harry Callahan did it. It's it's kind of the yeah. same thing. They're paying paying somebody to beat him up. You <laughs> uh, I, you want all two hundred dollars worth? I want every penny's yeah. worth. Okay, wham. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I and the thing is, I use these too many players, movie references. These players had to have a passion and find the sport in the first place to right, play. Right. Right. That's incredible. Yeah. It 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 really is. Um, you know, and there there's been a growth of uh, a handful of new teams that have come into the league over the last last few years. Um and I and I've had I've had representatives from several of the teams on the podcast, and I, I'd love to talk to more. I'm hoping to do that once the tournament is over. Um, you know, I've I've been saving up money to actually make the trip to Australia next footy season. Um I put it I put aside I, I I know I know I have my flight paid for. And oh, that's I, good. and I think I think I can get out of the airport. I just don't know how far out of the airport as of yet. Um I'm not sure if I can, you know, actually, you know, reach, you know, the edge of the airport to where I don't hear the jet noise. I'm not sure how far yet I'm I'm gonna get away from the airport based upon what I've raised. But uh yeah, like I guess I'm I'm hoping to spend three and a half to four weeks there next footy season. And you know, I, can, I cannot wait until the fixture comes out so I can actually start figuring out how can I get the most bang for my buck in going there. I want, you know, of course I want to go see you know, a, a game, maybe to a GMBHA stadium. If I can, I'd love to see a game at the MCG. I would, I would love, I'm hoping that it works out that I get to watch Richmond and Gold Coast play at Marvel. That's another little dig at Dima there. Um, <laughs> but, uh, my play there again. <laughs> um, and, and, That's and going to be have awesome. It, have it be Dima's team playing there, you know, yeah. knowing that yeah, you, they're going to put you wherever they want to put you now. Um, although, yeah. you know what, I have a feeling, 
I have a feeling they would put next year if Gold Coast goes to goes to Melbourne. I have a feeling they'll put them at the MCG because Dim is coaching because it'll be a huge yeah. crowd there. I have a yeah. feeling they'll do that. Um, yeah. But you know, I'm I'm trying to you know, in my mind I'm trying to map out. You know, I I've, I've thought, do I want to make the drive? You know, from Melbourne across the southern coast to Adelaide to go see a game in Adelaide. You know, I want to visit local footy clubs as well. You know, because I've, I've I've had I've had a lot of them that I've talked to on the podcast, and I want to go I want to go see local footy clubs in person. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the, yeah. It's the lifeblood of the game. Yes. Um, you know, you want I, to see the culture. Yeah, exactly. And I yeah. And I I I want to. You know, I'm one of the things I'm trying to do is I'm trying to I'm trying to get as many like like polo shirts from, from yeah. local clubs. I, I thought about trying to, do, you know, trying to do, um, you know, like a polo, like a polo shirt, like this one for all 18 of the AFL clubs. And I had some people say, you don't wear another club's shirt like that. I, I picked up one. I won't say which one it is, but I did pick up one of the clubs cause they, it was cheap. It was on eBay and somebody was actually selling it from here in the U S. So it was, you know, the shipping was dirt cheap. It only, it only cost me like $10 oh, to get it. But, uh, but I mean, I would love to get as many local footy clubs as I, as I can. Yeah. And, and polo shirts. I mean, I've got, I've got, I have two right now. Uh, and I have one that I know that somebody's trying to track one down for me for their club. Somebody that I had on the podcast earlier, but, uh, you know, it's been, it's been, uh, you know, awesome to, that, you know, to be able to speak to these clubs and just see how important, especially like, you know, you get out in the country footy where that, that club is, oh, it, yeah. it is, it is yeah. the community, you know, that, yeah, that, yeah. that it, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the hub yeah, it's like the, the the community is the wheel, and it's the yeah. hub around which that entire community yeah. rotates. You know, it's yeah. the it's the it's the footy, it's the netball, it's you know, it you know maybe you know they maybe also have cricket that they, that they're playing as well. Yeah. It's just it's just it's it's just neat to see that because we don't we don't you know we have high school sports here. We don't have anything like these local clubs. You know, once you get out of high school, there's really no avenue for for young adults or even older adults to to go out and still try to ply their craft playing a game that they loved that sort of thing does there is no like amateur football leagues for you know 25 year old guys to go out and play you know you can go out and play like slow pitch softball but you know there's not really baseball leagues or you could go play basketball at at the at the local gym you know but that but there's nothing organized you're not actually yeah there's nothing like that there's but but all the for where we actually do need that there for our young kids and yeah and adults to play yeah. like they've grown yeah. up so, playing juniors that they want to keep going. Yeah. Now I I had another I had another variable that I wanted to I wanted to see if you wanted to factor into this here. Okay, you know you're you're talking about taking the best of the best from each state. You know people who are playing at the AFL level or maybe yes. maybe it's maybe it's somebody who's a phenomenal player who might be playing in the sandful or might be playing in the waffle that hasn't for some reason or another, they've not made it to the AFL yet, or they didn't get into the AFL for whatever reason. But have you thought about maybe even, and I know they do some of these kinds of things at the younger level, but could, could you also have like as curtain raisers, could you have like a, a, like a, a, you know, an 18U, 16U, 14U or whatever the age level brackets are for this and, and play the same, games the same yeah. schedule with people of those well, ages as well yeah but they always play state of origin from from juniors do they like they, each junior under 16s under 14s and stuff like that they play state levels and we so actually they, have um 
in so Victoria, that- we divided up between Metro Victoria and Country Victoria also yeah. played against New South Wales and Western Western Australia. I mean, okay. not New South Wales, South Australia and Western Australia in football. So that that's already happening then. Yeah, that's always okay. happened. Okay, so see, yeah, so it sounds like you know that this is this. Uh, I mean, it it almost felt. The VFL will play against the Sample and the Western Australian League as well. Okay. Like the VFL. So yeah. the players that, yeah. So it almost sounds like that this, this you know, is kind of already in place. It just needs to have the, you just need to get the older players involved just, with it. Needs, yeah. It just needs to be reignited. It, yep. it, look at the history. The history is incredible for it. Do we let it die with Ted Whitten? Like, yeah. you know. Well, maybe. Well, hear hear me out on this. Do we, you know, with it with this with the state of origin, do they do they maybe look at ways to help like cover the possibility of of significant injuries by maybe you know maybe you know having like additional maybe the maybe the league maybe the league that's doing you know the league who's you know, promoting this maybe they would purchase like additional. Um, like health insurance or like you know disability insurance yeah, yeah. stuff for an athlete that that if they if they if they get hurt and it costs them you know a year of of their of their you know activity that it you know that it it it's going to pay them maybe that year's salary that they're yeah. supposed to get or maybe you know maybe then you would also have to add in a. Uh, you know, I know there. I know there's talk about a mid-season trade period possibly coming in in the near future. And again, I'm not. I'm not going to be that American that says, "Well, your game needs that sort of thing." Because uh, I'm not going to do that. I know that it's been a lot of debate about that. It would certainly make things interesting. Oh, um, we make it. But we have got that. Do we have mid-season? That's where yeah, they. We have the up. mid-season draft. draft. Yeah. Yeah. yeah draft. draft. Yeah, but yeah. We don't have it. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, yeah. maybe maybe you would even have something that that. Uh, well, since this was at the end of the year, I guess you wouldn't need to have the the the, the trade periods coming up right after it anyway. So it's not it's yeah. not at the it's not at the start of the season where no. crap. You know, I I lost Buddy Franklin for the entire year. It's you know I I you know now Buddy yeah. you know got hurt and he's going to be gone for yeah. you know ten months. I may not get him back until like round six of next year or something like that. But maybe maybe a club then is given a uh, you know that is given like an extra roster spot and they're given an exemption in terms of the salary cap to fill that spot for that, for that yeah. athlete to, to fill, to backfill their list because somebody else is going to have to slide up into that spot. So maybe, maybe things like that would have to be thought out in order to allow this to, to, to occur. But I, but I think, you know, anything yeah. is as far as, you know, cause in many ways, this is, this is, this is kind of like the bragging rights that we see with like college football here. Um, yeah. and I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you watch any American football at all. Um, yeah, I do. but you know, you know, you've got, big, you, you know, you've got big rivalries uh, in college football, like, you know, Georgia and Alabama and Michigan yeah. and Ohio state and, you know, yeah. USC and UCLA. And, and, you know, so there's, there's that yeah. bragging right there. Those kinds of things are, are, are certainly there. Um, so, you know, you, I think this is a, a really, really good idea. And it, it could certainly be uh I would love to see it. And again, you know, opportunities yeah, so for much I. more footy would be would be awesome because you'd have that bye week. Um now I'm I'm just and again I'm I'm just kind of spitballing like you know 
I'm trying to be like put pluses and minuses in my head. Maybe one minus, maybe one minus, maybe if there's that bye week before the grand final, because I know that 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 they're always trying to figure out how to promote local footy, because that's also at the same time that local footy is starting to play finals as well. And it's that week is always like, like go, go watch local footy. Yeah. You know, would this get in the way? Like, local footy and country footy is usually over by the second week of of um, September. Okay. You know what? Yeah. So they they are, cause I, cause I've, cause I've been, that's true. Cause I've been, I've been, uh, yeah, I've been covering some of the, the clubs in recent episodes that have been doing their, their best and fairest awards and that type yeah. of thing. So yeah, you're, you're right. Okay. That, okay. So that that's a non-issue then. So we'll, yeah. scratch, we'll scratch that one off the list. Yeah. Okay. But you know, so, I, think it's, I think it's a great idea. And, and, you know, if you're listening or you're watching, I would love, and, and, and I, and I think Anthony would love to, to see or hear your feedback about this. So, you know, leave a comment, you know, on YouTube, leave a comment, uh, you know, over on my Twitter page at Yank underscore on, send me, uh, you know, an email at my, uh, at my, uh, my email address or drop me a note on uh, my website, yankonthefooty.com. I'd love to, to hear your thoughts on, on what Anthony's proposed here. And I, cause I think this would be, I think this would be something that, uh, you know, and, and and I think especially for Australia, uh, looking back at what happened over the last three years with COVID, because yes. you know you had you had so many things that went on that you know, you know, Vic, Vic, you know from what I from what I have read, Victoria was probably one of the most locked down places on the planet. Yes, it was. Um, you know, and uh, you know. WA basically got shut down. You know, you come into the country, you've got to go sit in a hotel room for two weeks before you're allowed to leave the, the hotel room, that kind of thing. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll leave, we'll leave you some food on the floor outside the door, but don't open the door till we, we've stepped away kind of a thing. It's a, uh, um, you know, it, you know, while it, while it would bring around state or territory pride, I think it would still ultimately bring the country together. Would it not sit by, by the very nature of this sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. And, and it gives states, if if your football team's already out of the finals, didn't win the preliminary finals, and they're not there, you've still got something to look forward to that you can support. Yeah, exactly. Coming right up to the grand final. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it, you know they, they don't play they don't play the ashes every year, do they? No, no, no. It's every every um, two years type okay. of thing. Okay. It's four years over every four years over there and every four years here. So okay. Yeah. So they also they alternate, but it's every two uh-huh. years. So next the next time they play yeah. the ashes, it'll be in Australia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah see, see, I've not yeah. I've not watched. I mean, I've watched some highlights from it, but I've not sat down to watch the actual contest because it's it it's it's a lot of video to watch. Yeah, I've been watching. Yeah. I've been. I've been watching a ton of, you know, because they, they actually started a uh, a league here in the United States. They started a major league cricket league here in the U.S. this year. Yeah, and, I saw it on the TV. Yeah. Yeah, and, so I was uh, watching yeah. a bit of that. But I was surprised how many South Africans and Australians were playing in it. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and they had... They they had to have a set number of people playing on each club who were residents of the United States. They weren't necessarily yeah. U.S. citizens, but ah. people, people who were living in the United States. So some of these people had moved here. Um, yeah, you know, because I because I know that uh, 
there was a player that that got taken in the uh the the big bash league draft i think he got drafted by the team from hobart and it listed yeah. him listed him as an american but he's actually from new zealand he oh. just happens to be living here in the u.s and his you know i guess his fiance yeah, yeah. is from the u.s but he's going to go so we'll put him as american he's yeah, almost there we'll give you that yeah <laughs> so again you know i'm trying to figure out you know because i again i don't watch basketball i don't watch hockey those are the those are the sports that are on during the big bash league so i'm i'm still trying to figure out which big bash league club i want to support so i'm thinking uh, the, yeah maybe i go with what you want to support is the melbourne one is the mcg team do you want to yeah. go for the mcg team which is, is that the renegades no, the stars, Melbourne stars. That's they were the, and they they're were the green. green uniforms, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you know Glenn Maxwell? I might have heard the name. I may have heard the uh, name. He plays yeah. in the league. Do you know how you were saying about most memorable football games that you remember? Mm-hmm. The one for cricket, if you want to write this down, is South Africa versus Australia. Okay. Nineteen ninety nine. Semi-final World Cup. Okay, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, and I have, I have know nothing about this, but I am going to speculate that the legendary Shane Warren played a pr- predominant role in this game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm gonna guess <laughs> that that, played- that that game's incredible. The reason why is that um, oh, what's his name? Fleming. Uh, anyway. Uh, was it Peter Fleming? Oh, yeah. The Fleming bowler that's playing in it, he's, he usually sits at Waverley at the at the Hawthorne home games uh-huh. in front of the scoreboard. But that week, we're playing against St Kilda, and this is the most memorable game because Hawthorne came back from 10 goals behind. They were actually 63 points down against St Kilda at halftime to get up and win. Wow. And Damien Fleming always sits there under the scoreboard to watch Hawthorne play it. But he was actually playing in that cricket game that was played the following night. So it was played uh-huh. that night, and then we went to the game the next day, yeah. Wow. Do you follow? Wow. I, I will look that one up. That's uh, – um, yeah, and, and I think that watching – just watching that that footy game where they come back from, you know, ten and a half goals down to win is would be would be a good one to check out as well. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, that's one of the things I – I love doing it, and I, and I I need to get some of those scheduled again. The 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 ones where I, I'm talking to people about their quote unquote most memorable game because I yeah I because it helps me learn about the game and and it and it may also trigger um great memories or sad memories depending on which club you were supporting you know, for <laughs> other people that are listening. You know, and I have I have um you know one a gentleman that that I think he did one of the first interviews that I did with this about the most memorable games. And, uh, you know, he's somebody who, you know, who trades messages with me quite a bit on social media, but, uh, um, I remember him telling me about his most memorable game and it was, it was back in the early seventies. And I, I mentioned this one in a recent episode, but he was, uh, um, he was supposed to go to, he was a Richmond sport. He was supposed to go to the game like that next night or that, that night. And he had a, he had a track and field day at school. And it was right after the Summer Olympics had taken place. And one of his classmates had decided, well, I, I, I watched how they throw the discus in the Olympics. So I'm going to go ahead and try that. And, and Peter's telling me that uh, this young lady who's, you know, spinning around to throw the discus, let's go the discus, and hits him in the side of the head and fractures his skull. 
So, <laughs> so he's he's in the hospital, um, listening to the game on the radio because he's you know he yeah. he can't get to the game. So yeah, you know, that was his most memorable one. That uh, is just uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember listening to that one. Yeah, because yeah, I listen to your podcast at work on a, on a Friday morning. Okay. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate yeah. that. It's, you know, it's, uh, and what, what do you do for a living, if I may ask? Because I never didn't cover that. I'm a figure and turner. I'm a figure and turner. Okay. In, engineering. Like, like a pipe fitter kind of thing? No, no, more engineering, like okay. machinery and okay. motors. Yeah. So you, you you are significantly smarter than I am. Is exactly what you're saying there. I don't know. You're a school teacher. No, 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 no. School <laughs> teach. No, no, no. You know how to do things with your hands. <laughs> yeah. The only the only thing I know how to do with my hands, unfortunately, is eat, and occasionally scratch my nose. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you <laughs> you actually control teenagers. A big well, room full of teenagers. Uh, well, I, I try, yes. I, I I have been doing that for I have been doing that for 30 years. So and there's a reason I have all of my hair. I just choose to cut it off because I am in complete denial <laughs> about how gray it actually is. I don't I don't want to yeah. know because I, I used to tell kids when I was growing the hair in and I would I would get my my son's an officer in the Navy, and when he, when his ship goes out on deployment, when he goes out on cruise, I let my beard grow in until his ship comes back into port. So not good. <laughs> his, his, his last cruise, I mean, my beard, and I I don't trim it. I mean, it just it got massive and it got ugly oh, looking. But it was, you know, I was able to tell kids. I said, "You see that gray one right there? You gave me that one." Uh, <laughs> but no, kids, kids are kids. They're 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 great. I you know I I. I, I, you know, there kids come to school with, uh, you know, so many different things that we don't know about them that we have no way of knowing. They come, you know, you know, we 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 go about our lives carrying bag, you know, baggage that other people don't know about, and the same thing applies to kids as well. Oh, so yeah. it's, it's just yeah, you know, yeah. you have you have to. I I try my best to treat my students with the absolute utmost respect. You know, I I. I don't yell and scream. I, I tell them, I said, I'm loud, but I don't yell and scream. I'm, yeah. I, I, I know how to do it, but I'm loud. I will talk loudly, yeah. but I, I will never yell at you. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I, I may be loud with you, but I will not yell at you. There's a, di there's a difference. And if I ever yeah, do yeah. yell, if I ever yell at you, you will know it. I said, and I haven't, yeah. I haven't done, I have not done that in many years. Um, but uh, you've got good patience. You know, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I just, I just, I, I just drink a lot of coffee. I just, uh, maybe I should go to decaf. I think at that point in time, um, <laughs> but you know, it, I think this is a brilliant idea that you've come up with. And I, and I hope that some folks will, uh, um, will consider, you know, hopefully yeah. put this in the ears of, of some of these folks. And now in reality, do you think this, uh, this sort of thing is, is likely to ever happen? Well, yeah, I think, I think it's feasible, but I, I think it's, yeah, I think it would be because if you actually get the, the past players who actually played this game who had passion for it and they uh -huh. put their case forward, I think yeah, you would. They'll get a following. Yeah, because they're they're they're, they're it's, it's, they don't they don't want that to die with them. Yeah, that's what that format. Yeah, it's one additional game for each of these clubs each year. It's not yes. they're not they're not playing three or four or five extra games each year. They're playing one. No. Yeah, yeah. And I think in that actual game in uh, 1998, 1990, was it 1989 game, uh -huh. 
when Tony Hall got injured. I think Hawthorne had seven players on that field that day. Wow. So there's a lot of players from one team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I, I think that's I think that's what happens at clubs. What happens if we, we do have too many players in there? And I think when I was younger, you only had two players that could be represented from your club. But I think they changed over the years to saying okay. we're only taking the best of the best rather than two players from each club. Okay. Yeah. So, so it wouldn't you know you wouldn't want to now. I guess I, let me ask you this: Have you have you now that the grand final has taken place, will will you go back and pretend that this game was going to have taken place two weekends ago, and compile your rosters? For each of these eight clubs, yeah. Have you have you done that? Oh, have, you, have you done that yet? Oh, I mean, that... yeah, you could, but no, 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 because there's too many players involved, and I think the league will have to work out which players want to play, uh-huh. who want to put their hands up to to say yes. Do you think they should they be offered? You know, we talked about the compensation in terms of like injury, but should there be some sort of additional? financial remuneration should they get paid for oh yeah, yeah, playing yeah. This? I, mean, I think i think they should get paid good money like really good okay like say so listen well we're going to pay extra fifty thousand or maybe a hundred thousand to play this game would you play i like that i like that you know yeah. it's uh you know do you uh i think that's a great idea so before we wrap up um yeah i needed to i needed to ask you probably the most serious question of our discussion here, you know, because in the, you know, in the email that, you know, that, that you shared with me, you know, you, you mentioned that you were a fan of a couple of different television programs that, that I have thoroughly enjoyed that have come out of Australia. And I'm, I'm only going to mention one of them by name right now, because the second one is, is part of the question. So don't, don't spoil the name here, but I mean, I've, I've absolutely enjoyed um, Jack Irish. With, with Guy Pierce in it. I think that's, and uh, Aaron Peterson. It's great. And, yeah. and, you know, I, and I, I've, I've loved watching Aaron Peterson in Mystery Road as well, which, you know, they're, you know, they did a yeah. couple of series. And I mean, I've absolutely loved that. I think he does a phenomenal job. I know they did like a prequel series about, you know, how, the, like the origin story of uh, Jay Swan, I think is his name. The that's character's it. name. Yeah. 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 Um, but, you know, I, 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 I actually reached out to to uh, Guy Pierce's uh, management company because he's a cat supporter to see if he would want to come onto the podcast. Well, that hasn't happened as of yet, but I'll keep asking. Um, but you mentioned we mentioned one other one other um, television program, and I think everybody will know which one it is. But I want to ask you this question. Well, and and I know something. I'm, I'm I I do not have an opinion on it. I know something is very important is happening this weekend in Australia. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm not going to delve into Australian politics at all because it's, it's none of my business. I do not want to come off. I'm not going to come off as like one of those yanks or sepos as I've learned that term is, is one that could be used. Um, one of those loudmouth Americans who's trying to throw my opinion around, but I do want to ask you, would Australia be a better place to live if in reality, Cleaver green was in a real position of authority? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think Australia would be better off with actually as a politician. Okay. Now, for those of you that don't know, or you maybe you've forgotten the character's name, we're talking about the TV series Rake, which is, you know, 
when I watched that one, it just was. That is a brilliant show. It just got more and more and more audacious as it went along. Yeah. It was like, it was just, it was phenomenal. Absolutely it loved it. And it's just, you know, they tried to do a, an American version of it. I think it lasted one year on American television. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, you know, they had, uh, uh, Greg, uh, Greg Kinnear played that character, played the rate character, but, uh, um, was the dialogue the same? I, I have it... not watched it. I've not watched oh, it. Okay. But, uh, yeah. yeah. But you know, I just, I just, that character, it's, he's just, he's just that one that you, you always seem to, it's like, it's like you, if you drop your, if you drop your, your, your toast with the Vegemite on it, his always, yeah, seemed, it, somehow <laughs> it always seemed to land with the Vegemite up for him. You know, yeah. even even though you you think, gosh, it's got to land face down once in a while, but it always seemed to land up for him whenever you know whenever yeah. something bad happened to him. But yeah, you know, I just so you don't think you don't think the country would be a better place if if he was in an actual position of authority. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe it might be because he has that. Isn't he great in in the courtroom? Way yes. he presents the cases. It's great. Yeah, yeah and I had forgotten. That uh, you know, I know you know, because I know he got he he became a, like an independent senator in in the yeah, parliament. The last I, one. Yeah, and I and I forgot it said that you know that and looking at Wikipedia it said at the, at the end of the fifth series he's appointed chief justice of the High Court of Australia, which yeah, if I'm not mistaken, well, I might have to go back and watch that episode yeah, again. If I'm not mistaken, he was close to being disbarred and you know kicked away, kicked out of being able to practice law, and it just I mean, it's, well, he it was is, yeah, it's he just, was because he. He got a judge a bit of a. He spoke to the public or the media, yes. but he didn't realize he was actually yeah. talking with the camera on. Yeah, and I mean, they disbarred him. It's it's a it's a brilliant it's a brilliant show. I absolutely loved it. Um, you know, I've I've got several that I've that I've that I've been watching. You know, I uh, um, yeah, I there's one you know one that in tremendously different character and i don't think this guy we don't want we don't want this guy working in government but uh mr in between um oh yeah man, yeah i mean just yeah wow just you know some great series um i i loved uh the the series and it was it seems like it was only on for a very short period of time called the moody's oh yeah uh, the know, christmas like the moody's, moody's and yeah, then you the, had the yes, regular exactly moody's yeah yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and 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 I don't know if you know that you may know this already, but the 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 young man who was the lead who played the lead in that show, yeah, uh, is uh, Narrowly Meadows who used to work for for Fox Footy. That's her brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's her brother. I didn't Fox know that. Yeah, I, I had Narrowly Meadows on the podcast a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, and that's one of the reasons I was hoping to watch the footy because she, you know, she's broadcasting, she's hosting these games in India right now, and uh, you know. And I, I've seen some of her coverage and other things, and she does a great job with it. But it's just, you know, it's disappointing that I can't watch the uh, the 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 world championships that are going on there. I, I suppose I can oh, find I suppose I can find an, Ill, an illicit place to watch. Can we it. have a break for a second? I've got to go to the toilet. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. Let me hit pause here. No, no worries. You'll have to do some editing. So you know, we were we were talking about. Uh, you know, a couple of different TV programs there. And you, 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 you sent me a link to one called good guys, bad guys that I, I yes. have not watched yet. Um, yeah, there, there've been several uh, that I, that I have, uh, um, um, that I, I have enjoyed. There was actually another one that had that Aaron Peterson, uh, actor on it. Uh, he was, he was a, a police detective. Um, and I think it had to be in, uh, Sydney, Sydney or Melbourne, I guess. Um, 
I can't remember the name of what it was. It was something homicide, I think. Uh, I don't remember, but uh, my wife, my wife is, uh, is really my wife has enjoyed Wentworth. She's watched that one. That was yeah, City Homicide. That was in Melbourne. Yes, that's what it was called. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's also Water Rats. My wife just said too. Okay, and and there's another yeah, one that, that was I've, another one that I've really enjoyed, uh, and it's kind of it's completely different type of 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 show. It's called Eight Hundred Words. It was about. Uh, no, I don't know that one. Yeah, it's a, it's a a dad, you know, whose uh, wife wife dies in a tragic accident, and uh, he moves his teenagers to this little village in New Zealand where he. Oh yes, I've watched that. And, yes. and it's just, and it's just, it's just yeah. a neat little show, and there's a lot of good, yeah. a lot of good little morality tales in it and such. But it's you know, yeah. you know, so yeah, I. And again, this is not me trying to sound you know patronizing about watching you know these these programs, but I, I really truly do enjoy watching them. I, you know, like I said, I, I watch a lot of British television, uh, especially detective shows and that type of thing. I, I I enjoy those. A lot of Irish ones as well. So, but yeah, so I I I think you know if uh, maybe we should maybe we should put out the challenge to uh, the listeners or viewers of the podcast that maybe this year. Sign off. Sorry, I just have to stop for a minute. The battery's low. That's all right. Yeah. So, um, I was you know saying, when you buy things now with the technology, they give you such short cords. Yes, yes, they do. Because you, you, know, you have just because you have to buy an extension cord for it. Then, yeah. But I'm thinking maybe we should put out a challenge to the listeners of of the podcast that. Uh, you know, if you happen to live in the Northern Territories or or Queensland or um, New South Wales or Victoria or, you know, SA or WA or Tasmania or um, Wesley Jasper is the only person that I know that lives in the ACT, that maybe you should come up with your own list of the players that you would put on your state team, ex- excluding Brisbane and Collingwood this year because they played in the grand final. Who would oh, you that's put- exactly right. Yeah. Who would you who would you well, put on we... your list, folks? So go ahead and make out your list and maybe share that uh on uh on you know my socials or share it you know via email and or my website and we'll uh we'll maybe go ahead and put together those lists and share them out there for everybody and see who actually ends up putting together the better side. Then we can even have a debate about yeah. which club would be winning. Who's in, who's out. Yeah. But also it's a great way to find out from your each club who's from different states. Well, that's true represent- too. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know. Yeah. Now, would it have to be the state in which they were born or the state that they, you know, basically grew up in? It's actually based on the state of where they played their last lot of football from. Like oh. some of the players, some of the players like, um, oh, Nathan Buckley, mm-hmm. he actually, I think he was born in the Northern Territory, but he's actually lived in Melbourne. He went to school in Melbourne, but... And then he got picked up by Port Adelaide. So his first club really was Port Adelaide, as in, and he represented South Australia. Okay. And then he went played for Brisbane. So geez, that's okay. that's one of those things that, that's hard to work out. Because Jason Dunstall actually played for Victoria, but he's mm-hmm. actually from Queensland. But because Queensland doesn't have a representative state side, right. he could play for Victoria. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, and I think at this point in time there may be enough players in the comp and maybe 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 states would have to look at the VFL sides or the Sandful sides to to fill out their lists. 
And yeah. uh, so, and I, I guess we didn't, you know, before, before we wrap up here, I guess we didn't talk about this aspect of it yet, but um, what are we talking for a list size? Cause I would think you would have to allow for more than, you know, the, the 18 starters and then the, oh, the, yeah. the, the five on the bench. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you'd, you'd have to have at yeah. least 30 or 35 just 30. to make sure yeah, you're not, yeah. you know, to, to make sure yeah. that you're not running the same people out there the whole, the whole time. Yeah. Okay. So let's set, let's set and the I list aside. Let's... I think we, with each state, they could actually start training once the finals hit. And as teams drop out, you can get your list bigger and bigger as the players drop out. They're not playing in finals anymore until you get to the last two teams. I think you've got something here. I think you got something yeah. here. And, uh, and, uh, I, uh, I I think that uh, maybe the AFL house should give this a listen, and uh, yeah. well, that well, that would be awesome if they did. Uh, but uh, yeah, maybe I should drop them this email. Yeah, did I, I drop you? Well, or 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 drop the email and a link to this episode after we after I've published it. Then, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, you get your so, on the, on the yeah, AFL. So maybe, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll get the uh, we'll get some of them uh, on board with this then. So. Um, I always like asking this this uh, this question, um, these couple of questions before we go. Uh, if you are, you know, and you know what, I, did, I never did ask you which club do you support. I didn't didn't even get around to that. Hawthorne. Okay. So are yeah, you allowed? Are you, are you allowed to talk to a cat supporter? Because I, I know that that's those are supposed to be the big rivals there. But uh, well, the thing is, you're at work. You work with cat Geelong supporters, so yes. Of okay. course we do. Good deal. Good deal. I, I feel okay about that then. But um, if you're hosting like a... With all, with all supporters here, because um, we're not stuck to one team per city, you've uh-huh. got to deal with Collingwood supporters, Carlton supporters, Richmond supporters, Essendon you st- supporters. You could, well, you could, you could have and just you stopped. Know, you could have stopped hey? with the first... You could have stopped with the first three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> could have stopped with so, the Colling- Collingwood, Richmond, and Carlton supporters. You could stop right there. The other ones, yeah. no, they're okay. We don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I, I just, I, I just, I kind of like sledging a little bit on Richmond and and Carlton. Uh, I, I, I still hold a small grudge against Carlton. You know, and uh, I've Why mentioned is that. It. Well, back when Michael Voss got hired to to yeah. become a senior coach, uh, the the I was supposed to be on. Um, an episode of uh, uh, one of the shows on uh, SEN. I was going to be, I was going to be getting interviewed on there. And oh, I was, awesome. I was supposed to be, I was supposed to be on there and I was, was getting it with, up with, with um, Tim Watson and Gary Lyon or was it? Uh, no, it was. And I don't think it was, uh, it wasn't, um, I can't remember. I'm drawing a blank on the name of it right now, but uh, it wasn't Dwayne's world. It was one of the other programs that's on there. Um, Lately. No, it wasn't Gerard Waitley, but uh, like I said, I'm drawing a blank on the uh, okay sporting sporting capital. Sporting okay, capital. yeah. Well, I was supposed to be on there, and I get up at like four o'clock in the morning to to do this interview, and I've got an email in my in my inbox that uh, well, uh, we're gonna have to you know postpone this interview and reschedule it for some other time because the the Blues hired Michael Voss today because I I had spoken to yeah so i have this little they couldn't have waited till the monday after the grand final to hire him. they had to do it on that thursday um 
I never did get it rescheduled. So again, I'll put it out there. Sporting Capital, I am still more than happy to come on and chat if you'd like to, because the the, the producer is no longer there because his his email address oh. does not work. So I, um, but uh, you know, so like I said, I have this tiny grudge against Carlton because of that, but it's not a big one. But uh, it would have been yeah. nice to nice to have that. But I I did get I did get a shout out from uh, from Shannon Gill who writes for code sports on Gerard Waitley's program. And he, he was, he was talking about, you know, you know, and I was stunned because, you know, when, uh, when he was talking to Gerard Waitley and he, and he, you know, he mentioned, you know, well, there's, you know, this, and there's several of us here in the U S are doing these podcasts. I know. Donnie has Donnie's disposal. Yeah. And you got the Kessel brothers. Yeah. The Americans watching the footy, they do a great job as well. But, you know, you know, he mentioned, you know, he mentioned, you know, and you know, we have this, you know, this this guy and he mentioned my name craig wessels you know with a yank on the footy and, and waitley goes uh-huh like like he recognized the name of the podcast no, it's like yeah, yeah. holy cow it's like you know he knows the name of that you know and, and i don't know if he yeah. really did or not but I, I would love to think that he did um but it just it was just it was really really cool that 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 did get mentioned there so i, I can't thank shannon enough Absolutely. for that but but you know, yeah, I like sledging a little bit on richmond as well because of you know all the times that demo would complain <laughs> about having to go play at marvel um yeah yeah so that's kind of why i said at the outset there that i'm hoping that next year i could go watch gold coast play richmond at marvel stadium just you know so dimmick can say well there's not a darn thing i can say about this because that's not my team anymore uh so. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I don't i don't think they'll put them there though so i think if i say that the gold coast supporters didn't come down because we're playing at marvel <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they didn't make they didn't make the trip no um no i i, I i've had the biggest Gold Coast supporter in Victoria on the podcast several times. Uh, as a young oh, man, okay. he, just, he just turned 21 recently. I've had him on three or four times, and he is a mad, mad Gold Coast supporter. How come you went for Gold Coast? Well, you'll have to go back and listen to those because he he had, oh, a great, he had great reasons. You know, he because his family members were supporters of other clubs, and he decided he wanted to yeah, go yeah. in a different direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a bit of a bit oh, of a rebel. Wow. Yeah, so. The last two things that I have for you here before we go. Um, if you were hosting a music festival or a concert at, let's say, Marvel, okay, what three performers are you going to have for, are playing there? Who's who's coming to play at your music festival? Uh, first one would be Queen. Okay. Because they're incredible live. Mm-hmm. But, I'll have Roger Waters, but I saw him – um, maybe a year ago or two years ago, and it, that was just incredible. Dark Side of the Moon tour, uh-huh. or whatever. No, it was us and them, and that was incredible. But I don't think he he could go to, you know, to that size of a facility. He, yeah, like he would attract a lot of audience. Uh, who else? Uh, be definitely Queen. Something more gritty. I don't know. What bands are still going around at the moment? Would you have Metallica? Yeah, Metallica could do it. Metallica could certainly do it. Yes, they certainly could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, um, I saw Judas Priest has got a new single. So I do. Maybe I, I, I am. I am one of you know. I'm. One, I'm another one of those people that uh, you know. Yes, I am at a rapidly advancing age, but I still listen to very loud music. So I. Uh, yeah. Yes, I mean, and I, and I've even gone beyond just like the. The, the the metal bands from the the eighties and nineties that 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 sounds like you and I have listened to. I mean, I, I there's several that are newer bands that that I've really gotten into that are just you know, yeah. You know, I I have a former student 
who is the lead guitarist in an in a uh, uh, an up and coming band here in the United States that uh, I you know and their 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 music is, I love the music aspect of it and it's right on the I, and I always I always joke with him I said you know whenever whenever the singer really starts to growl at me it's kind of where I it's kind of where I go okay that's as far as I can go. And I joke with mm-hmm. him, I say, because I'll, I'll listen to his band when I go out for a walk, because it makes me walk at a very fast pace. Um, and they're, by the way, their name is Backbiter. So, uh, if you Backbiter. everyone, if you're if you're a metal fan, it's a group of kid, group of young men out of Ohio. Uh, you might like their stuff. But uh, um, my one of my friends that I teach with right across the hall, he and his wife uh, saw Queen up in Detroit, Michigan, uh, two nights ago. As a matter of three nights ago. Oh wow! Because they're doing the northern te- northern yeah. American tour yep. at the moment. Yes, they yep. they played in Detroit. They come back down. Said it was a great show. He said that uh, the young man uh, that that's that's now the singer for them does a phenomenal job. He yeah. does. Yeah. So, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received from anyone? Gee, <sighs> that's a hard one. I think it's just treat people good. Well, respect people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, you don't have to like their opinions or the way they do, but just treat them with respect. You know what I mean? I like you don't that. have to go out with a hatred tone or. I like that. Now, yeah. um, are you on social media at all? Is there any place where people could follow you on Twitter or any social media? No, like that? no? no I'm not on social media. I'm not on Instagram okay. or anything like that. Or, okay, no. I I figure I should ask, you know, because I I yeah, I, you reached out because yeah, some people there, are doing but... their own things. Yeah, right. It's just okay. an idea that came up in my head. I thought, well, I'll pass rather than just keep it in my head. I thought I'll pass it on. And you seem to be interested in different ways we look at football. Yeah. Oh, I, and the way I, I love it. I love I love the idea. I think it's I think it's a great idea. Um, yeah. and, and I I and I think it would be. I think it would be an awesome you know. It it would almost be great to you know to show those games here and say the these are quote unquote all star games and look how hard they're playing maybe yeah maybe the NFL and the NBA could learn a little bit from these folks yeah you know, pl- play some defense NBA you know actually actually yeah. you know take a charge you know get in front of somebody once in a while so um, Anthony I do want to thank you for taking time out of your Saturday morning I hope you have a fantastic wonderful day. Um, this has been a lot of fun. And and like I said, I think you have a wonderful idea here. And uh, I'm hoping that the powers that be hear this and maybe somebody who has somebody's ear listens to this and can plant the idea in their ear or, you know, when it comes out, you know, you, you know, forward your email off to AFL house and see if, uh, and see if they are, uh, you know, keen to this idea and, and also yeah. go ahead and drop the, drop in the note and say, Hey, Make sure that if I get there next year, that I can get a uh, a press pass so I can maybe go up into the, <laughs> into the, into the yeah go into the yeah. go into the, the uh, change rooms after the games and maybe conduct some interviews and that sort of thing. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds well, good. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, my guest has been Anthony Pereira from Melbourne, um, and uh, we've been talking about the uh, the idea he had with regards to revitalizing the state of origin, and I, I think it's a great idea. And uh, Anthony. I want to thank you again so much for your time today. This was this was a lot of fun, and uh, and uh, I'm I'm so glad that uh, that that you're willing to give Cleaver Green a chance to 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 lead Australia. Um, 
God, he just yeah. You know, it's funny. I go through YouTube and every now and again, there'll be a little clip that'll come up with Cleaver Green on it, mm-hmm. talking about uh, just a little bit out of his, his um his show. And each yeah. time, it just cracks me up. And, yeah, and, it's just it, it is. It's it's brilliant. It's a brilliant show, and it's uh, yeah. And it and and I think there are pro- there probably are. I think I might even know a few people that are actually like that in real life. <laughs> That, you know, that, 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 and, I, and I will not mention any names, but, uh, you know, I think there are some people that are out there that, that actually live their lives that way. Um, yeah. Heck, I think my dad kind of did in many ways, actually. It's kind of how, you know, he, he, he was, uh, he, 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 he got a lot of life in his 59 years. Yes. He got a lot of life out of his 59 years. Yes, he did. Um, Yes. Did you know, he come up with that suggestion? Wednesday. What happened to Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he wakes up in the park. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's uh hey, out yeah. here at the ABC shops, you can actually buy that on the mug that says Wednesday. What happened to Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> that, on was, the that may be that might be a good mug to have. I mean, I got yeah, I've got plenty, of, I got lots of different yeah. I think it says shit. What happened to Wednesday? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think I could carry that one. I don't think I could have that one at school, though. Oh, um, come on! No, of course you could. <laughs> yeah, no. no. May, well, maybe my last year when I'm when I'm not too concerned, you know, about uh, about things anymore. When I realize that, you know, when I when I teach a lesson, I'll realize that's the last time I've ever, I'm ever teaching that lesson. So yeah, yeah, and that and that's hey, got about four years. Um, you should look up um, Summer Heights High. It's about a school. I'll check that one you'll, out. You'll crack up with that one. Okay. Because I will it's still, yeah. I will check that it's one out. It's about different characters and what type of children there are. And you recognize children in your class at your school in oh, these sure. characters. I'm sure. I, I am absolutely sure that I will. Yep. Well, hey, Anthony, again, thanks so very much, man. I do appreciate it. And uh, when this is all ready to go, I'll send you a link to it and you can share it with whomever you like. Um, yeah. Send, send it out to friends. You can email it to them. You will not be putting it on your social media, as we know. But uh, you know, may, maybe your yeah. son can. Sh- maybe your son can share because I'm going to guess that he's on at least one social media platform. Yeah, I've got two sons. But yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, Thanks for talking. To you. Cheers. You bet. You bet. Alrighty. Bye bye. All right, Anthony. Hey, I appreciate you uh, taking time to sit down and chat with me, sir. That was a great discussion. Uh, truly, truly enjoyed that. A uh, lot of fun. The whole idea of the state of origin game. I know there's concerns about injuries and that sort of thing, but it is a pride thing, and and I completely understand why. Why some people would love to bring it back, and I'd love to get your thoughts on it, folks. If you're listening, you know, is Anthony's idea a great one? I think it is, and. Uh, I'd love to see it come to fruition because, you know, more footy, the better, quite frankly. Now, folks, look out for one another. Check up on your friends. Make sure they're okay. Yeah. Give them a call. Tell them you love them. Take them out for that coffee. Just make sure you're okay. Make sure they're okay. And if you need to talk to somebody, please reach out. All those numbers are in my show notes every single episode here in the United States and in Australia as well, because I want you to be there. Uh, I did do the no shave November thing or the Movember thing in Australia here for a couple of weeks, but I did let it get a little scruffy here again. So uh, I do need to shave it off because I really don't want to see how gray it actually is. 
Now, I do want to mention before I go, before I go, and I should have uh, said this in the opening, I am fairly confident, probably about 99% sure that this footy season, I will be making my first trip to Australia, and I cannot tell you how excited I am about it. I am, I'm over the moon. And I've had many people who have said over the years that I've been following the game, hey, if you ever come to Australia, want to take you to a game or got a place to lay your head at night, that sort of thing. Well, I may be uh, seeing if you want to really take me up on that or not. But uh, I've had somebody reach out and say they've already got uh, tickets for Cats games uh, that I'm hoping to attend. I'm looking at between rounds 18 and 21. I know it's late in the season. It just works out best for me because I'm hoping to to work for part of my summer because we're off from school at that point in time and set aside some extra money uh, in order to have some extra cash to spend. Uh, you know, I have my plane ticket paid for. I just have not purchased it yet. Um, and I have some other mad money for other things as well. But I, I would like to put aside more. And again, if you want to help out, you can certainly do that. That buy me a coffee button there on my website. If you'd like to help out with that, that'd be awesome. Um, I'm probably going to come up with some new designs for the podcast and put them up on my Redbubble page here pretty soon. I've talked to a couple of people about maybe helping out with some designs regarding that. Uh, for those of you who know that my my blue uh, logo with the large red letters uh, was a king from the Eagle Nation podcast created those for me a couple of years ago and they're absolutely wonderful absolutely love them but uh, I'm hoping to come up with a couple of other items that might you know draw some interest in wanting to uh, to help you know defray maybe some of the costs for this and I'm also hoping to reach out to the different clubs and uh, try to get access to talking to people while I'm there I definitely want to take tours of the MCG. I'd love to go see Marvel. I want to see games there as well. Just very excited about the entire process. And I'm just beginning to scratch the surface. But right now I'm thinking there's an opportunity for me to see the Cats three weeks in a row. And yes, I want to go see other games. Now, two of those games would be at GMBHA, uh, the Bulldogs and the Crows. And the one in the middle would be in Hobart against North Melbourne. So I'm, I'm discussing that. I'm just, I'm debating that. I'm also thinking, and I've thought about this already, that maybe I want to make the trek across from Melbourne to Adelaide and uh, go see the Crows. And I believe the Hawks are playing the Crows uh, at the Adelaide Oval in round 20. Yeah, it's in round 20, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Again, we don't have dates firmed up for these yet. We have like range of dates, like the... 15th through the 17th, but I don't know what times for these yet. So, you know, I understand the comp wanting to have the most highly sought after games in prime time. And, you know, you don't want to have, you know, if, if, for example, let's just say, let's just say that the, uh, the magpies and the lions are back up at the top of the ladder next year. And they were playing one of those, those rounds together that, that they would not want to have them be the Sunday afternoon game where most people have tuned out and, going to do something else at that point in time now that's going to be one of those games that's likely to be relegated for a club that's maybe not towards the top of the ladder but i'm going to be putting together some ideas on that and i do want to reach out to you and if you've got some great advice for that i want to i want to see local footy as well i want to get to local clubs especially ones that i've been able to have on the podcast to talk with um i want to i'm hoping to add to my collection of local footy polo shirts 
you know, jumpers are great. I mean, I have a couple of them, but they're not necessarily practical for me to be wearing around the state of Ohio where I happen to live. A polo shirt, I can wear that anywhere, and I get I get questions. You know, I have uh, a couple of them from local clubs up in the Northern Territories, Tracy Village and the Warsaw Club as well. And I get questions about where these shirts are from. So I, I, I enjoy being able to talk about that because I get to promote the game. I, I distinctly remember making a drive and stopping on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. And I was wearing the, I believe it was the Waratah polo shirt. And I'd stopped at a rest rest area on the on the Pennsylvania Turnpike, a toll road. And I spent 10 minutes, weird conversation. I spent 10 minutes talking about Australian rules football to an actual Hells Angel in a bathroom talking about footing because he was fascinated by the logo and uh, was just really, really interested. And so we, we talked about this game and hopefully this gentleman's checked out the podcast and hopefully he's watched the game as well, but enough about that. I am going to be spending some time talking about this uh, perspective trip trip. The one that I'm thinking I'm going to be making here very soon, but folks, I appreciate you listening to the podcast. Like I said, check out on one another, check out my website, yank on the 40.com. I hope you'll subscribe over there on uh my youtube channel as well i'm starting to put the video out there as well so i'm recording the intros and the closings separate from the interviews that i'm doing so i have to do the continuity and make sure that i have the correct shirt on so uh, i had to go find this shirt to put on today to uh, record the opening and the closing hopefully i have the uh, correct pair of glasses because i have my other pair of glasses right next to me here so i didn't look that closely to see whether i had the gold ones or the blue ones so i might have screwed that up but folks remember you can find me on instagram you can find me on facebook at a yank on the footy uh, you can find me on Twitter or X at Yank underscore on. I do hope you'll give me a follow over there. Tell your friends about the podcast as well. If you're enjoying it, trying to have fun, trying to have a lot of laughs. Don't take it. I mean, I take it seriously, but I'm never going to be so bold as to think that I know more than anybody that's grown up with this game. Okay. I'm just enjoying the absolute hell out of it. Okay. Really? am. I do want to congratulate Australia for their win in the cricket world championships Unfortunately, I did not get to watch really any of it because my Willow TV subscription uh, did not offer the uh, the tournament that was being played in India. Uh, it looks like a fantastic showing for Australia, and I, I, I tip my cap, that one right there, I tip that one right there, to, uh, to everybody, and uh looked like it was an awesome win. I'm hoping they'll unlock the... Uh, the footage for this stuff now that it's done i can go back and watch it after the fact at least the highlights for it again folks thanks for listening i do hope you'll share the podcast with your friends and family give me a follow over on youtube and as always may your dribble kick never hit the post i will catch you later and this has been episode 295 thanks for listening give it a share i'll talk to you soon cheers everybody bye-bye